Hi, thanks for tuning in to another episode of our Ivy MBA admissions series. I am Lindsay Littman. I am the director of our full-time one-year MBA recruitment and admissions team uh, located in London, Ontario at the Ivy Business School. Happy to chat today a bit more about scholarships. You know, we understand it is a really big decision when choosing MBA programs in terms of who offers scholarships, what are the likelihood, as well if you are fortunate enough to receive offers who's providing you scholarship and overall the financial investment to make sure that your program of choice is affordable. So I want to take today to break down quickly what we look for in terms of who receives a scholarship, what are those factors, timing, is it better to apply earlier than later, the types of awards we have, and of course, even including the information within the scholarship uh, section of the application. So that way you can proceed with submitting and making sure you've not missed anything. So in terms of who receives a scholarship. Typically speaking, year over year, about 80-85% of our applicants will receive an admissions scholarship. So we're really proud of that. We're very fortunate to have generous donations from corporate partners, from alumni, from individuals. And that does help make up along with our healthy operating budget to provide generous admissions scholarships. The average might vary a little bit year over year. You know, that's where it's great to connect with your recruiting advisor to get a more clear indication of what that average is looking like. But you can pretty much expect about a $35,000 average um, year over year, give or take a little bit there. The decision to award a scholarship is based on the same merit factors that we look at when awarding you an offer. So this comes down to, you know, the intellectual horsepower. So this looks at your previous university any professional designations, perhaps a standardized test, whether it's GMAT, GRE, LSAT, or MCAT, um, as well as within your career. You know, have you demonstrated some quantitative aptitude, some horsepower through the achievements of your career? So the intellectual horsepower is one factor that we look at. The other factor is around the MBA readiness. And this looks more closely at the skills that you've developed so far in your professional career. So looking at full-time experience since you've graduated, this looking at the leadership potential. So if you handle responsibility, achieve results, influence decisions, had impact on the organization. We also want to understand through this section is why are you thinking about an MBA? So are you ready for this next step? And what does that look like in terms of what are your goals for it? What are your expectations? So we want to make sure overall that you're ready and that we feel that what you would bring to the classroom would be of value and that your skill set would be marketable to the corporate partners seeking to hire you. The third part is a bit around Ivy Spirit. And this comes down to the personality, the fit for our program. You know, we are smaller knit or smaller size program. It's a high touch program. You are working a lot with individuals, your classmates on homework, uh, group projects. You're seeing a lot with career management. So it's a very feedback rich environment. It is, it is intended for individuals who want to contribute. And that is the expectation. Part of your grades within the MBA program is around contribution. And so why we look at this sort of Ivy spirit or Ivy fit piece comes down to you. We want to have individuals in the room that are not a my way or the highway mentality that they're looking at it to say, I have a perspective. I'd like to share it. And I can respectfully disagree with those in the room if, if we don't see eye to eye on something that you're curious to learn from others, that you're preferred method of learning is really through discussion. And you want to give, you want to, it's a bit of a give and take that way. It's like we want an active sponge in the program, someone who will listen, take it in, but also will give back and share with their peers. So this comes through within references, with your engagement with our team, through your admissions interview, and even your career progression. We can tell if you've got strong interpersonal skills and a high um, um, you know, emotional empathy towards others. So collectively speaking, those three broader categories are what we look at for deciding an offer. On the same side, then for about 80 to 85%, we will then have the conversation about the 
the scholarship based on those same factors. So we'll look at the strength of the merit of your profile. It is not about your financial need. It is not about how much you have in your savings account, how much you need a higher scholarship. Um, it is all about the strength of your profile. So before you do choose programs and apply, it is really important you have an idea of average scholarships, percentage of those who receive it, uh, understand that there's additional scholarships to apply for because ultimately you have to be able to afford the program. So, you know, certainly do connect with myself um, or a member of, of the recruiting and admissions team if you want to discuss further about that feasibility for affording the MBA program. Now, in terms of, you know, when is it best to apply to get a higher likelihood of scholarship? This is a common question that we receive. And fortunately, with Ivy, whether you apply in our first round or last round, it truly is the same likelihood of receiving an offer and a scholarship. If at all that ever changes, that's where our team would let you know. But at this stage of the, of the game, we are very fortunate that there's no high pressure or no rush to apply. This is a really important question to ask all the other schools you're engaging with because this is not consistent across schools. So what you want to understand is narrow down your shortlist of schools of who you think is the right fit for you, understand their timelines, understand any, you know, in terms of um, higher likelihood of scholarship or offer if you apply earlier and then line up your applications and apply accordingly. But thankfully for us, the pressure is completely taken off there. Now we have one broad category of admissions scholarships, and you will see this information off our finance tab on our website. We talk about scholarships, we even have a quick FAQ there, and we break down even some of the specific fellowships that we offer. It can be a little confusing, and I totally understand that, because within our application, there is a scholarship essay, and then there's an optional scholarship essay. So I'm going to break that down a little bit further so you understand which is which and does this mean you get two scholarships? So essentially, the scholarship essay is where there's a nice guide within the application where we break down what we'd like to see from you in this section. Ultimately, though, this is for you to have your last hurrah with us to put it all on the table. If there's something you really want to share about yourself that you don't think has been properly captured, whether in the other essays or through your um, you know, resume, share it here. If you really want to go in depth about a charitable organization or your mentorship or maybe any um, varsity sports you've been involved in or a passion project you've taken on, please do share it here. There is a guide there though, in case you, you don't have something you really want to focus on and you want to follow that guide. Both are accepted. Apply, you have to, well, we, I shouldn't say have to, we really encourage you to complete that essay because it does help us with narrowing down if you do receive an award, which donor award fits your profile? Some donor awards do have specific criteria. And we've actually added to our website a directory of all the awards available. And you can see the listing there and get an idea of some of that criteria. Now, within the scholarship essay, the first essay, you don't need to indicate which award you think you should receive. Though we appreciate you might take that time and have, an, have a perspective on that. That is for the scholarship representative to determine through the full assessment of your submitted application. So the scholarship essay is really recommended for everyone to complete, to give us a little bit more about yourself, share more that you think that we should know that will help assess us for being a fit for our program. The optional scholarship essay, which is right beneath that, is specific to the fellowships. Now, this, this is, again, is outlined on our website. And within that optional essay write-up, there is a hyperlink that takes you to that website, which outlines these fellowships and what it is specifically that we're, that we're asking you to highlight and give more criteria on. So currently, this includes Reaching Out MBA Fellowship, or otherwise known as RAMBA. It also includes the Forte Fellowship our Access to Success, and the Entrepreneurship Fellowship. I'm not going to share in great detail what these fellowships are about because it is detailed 
on our website with what we're looking for, um, the number of awards we tend to provide, perhaps even for some, there's a scholarship value that is associated with that award. So please do take time to review that information before applying. But if you did want to be considered for one of these specific fellowships, you would have to write the essay in this optional scholarship essay. It's important to indicate which fellowship you're interested in and why it is you feel you should be selected for this fellowship. Now, let's, let's go through the motions and you've completed all your essays, you've uploaded your necessary documents, you've clicked submit, you've had your admissions interview, you are waiting for someone to contact you to let you know the result. One of us gets in touch with you and shares the great news that you've been accepted to the program and you've also received a scholarship. Now, for most of the situations, it is going to be one scholarship, meaning either one of these specific fellowships, such as Forte, um, Entrepreneurship, and Ramba, would be on its own. You, it's very, very unlikely that you would receive a specific fellowship plus an additional award. There's the odd circumstance that can be that way, but I'm really going to stress rare. The only time would be with Access to Success, which is listed here, because Access to Success Fellowships is a $5,000 scholarship. And our minimum scholarship actually is $15,000. So if you were awarded a scholarship and Access to Success, and you received a $15,000 award, the $5,000 would be associated with the Access to Success, and the remaining $10,000 would then be associated with an alternate award. If you were awarded a uh, entrepreneurship fellowship at the value of $40,000, that would be your total award. Very unlikely you would receive a combination of an entrepreneurship fellowship with an alternate award. Again, that is the majority of the time. So ultimately speaking, then the big takeaway from this is if you see one of those fellowships you really want to apply for, you do need to complete that optional scholarship essay. When we contact you, and if you were part of that 80 to 85% who receives an award, very most, very likely, it is only going to be one scholarship. If we call and say, congratulations, you're receiving a Rama fellowship for $30,000, that would be your admission scholarship. So it's not that you would get two scholarships. So because how it can work to the committee side is we actually determine the value of your scholarship before we determine the named amount. So that's sort of the, the process of that. So I hope that's clear. I didn't I didn't want to go too further into it. I think I've, I've really outlined it well that you understand sort of the essays and, and which ones to complete. But of course, please don't hesitate to contact us if at all you want to clarify this. We do know there's always stress and anxiety around this. If you're managing multiple applications, it can be confusing to, to keep up. So don't at all hesitate to contact anyone on our team for further clarification. The last thing I just want to cover is around timing. So with this, as I've mentioned briefly, is that you'll be notified at the same time as your offer and your scholarship. They will also have the same expiration date or deadline date. What that means is if we give you three weeks to accept or decline our offer, your scholarship is valid for that same amount. Why I'm highlighting this is that not every school is this way. So as you are doing your research, it is really important to understand admissions timelines, likelihood of scholarship, average scholarship, and if the scholarship offered is at the same time as your offer, because some schools also don't do that. And again, if it expires at the same time as your offer. I think I've covered everything on this hot topic of admission scholarships. If you have any further questions, please do reach out. We do have other great podcasts. We talk about financing your MBA, where that really gives into great detail about things to consider, about lines of credit or for an international candidate, about 
other third-party resources to consider. So do tune into that before applying as well. As I mentioned earlier, financial component of an MBA decision is important, though we don't think it should be the final decision. We do think it is, we do know it is a crucial component of making sure you can afford a program. But hopefully this gives you more clarity on our, our admissions category of scholarships, the additional fellowships that are also available. Um, thanks again for tuning in today and uh, looking forward to seeing your application come through.